0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Foxy's over in the Europe. He's over in Europe after a pretty successful T4 for Andalusia Masters in Spain. And wow. Well, after a long and at times frustrating year, our leading Kiwi men's golfer Ryan Fox got some much-deserved reward over the weekend. Having been a very hard-earned, tied fourth at the Andalusia Masters in Spain on the European Tour. It's been a strange time for Kiwis competing internationally this year, so it's great to see Foxy get a result after pouring so much in. He's on the line now. G'day, Foxy. Good
2: morning, Eddie. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing really well, mate. How are you doing?
2: Oh, I can't complain. I'm uh, standing on a balcony overlooking the water in Mallorca at the moment, so life could be worse.
1: Any fish about, mate? I know you're a keen fisherman. You got the rod handy? You ready to get in there or what?
2: I, I, I don't have the rod handy, but I'm actually looking at a guy with a headlamp on fishing right now. So if he catches something <laughs> in the next 20 minutes or so, I might be a bit jealous of that.
1: Nice. Mate. Hey, it's good to see you getting some success as well, mate. I'm tied fourth at the Andalusia Masters. What
2: clicked for you, bud? Uh, I, I guess for me, it feels like it's been coming for a while, to be honest. Yeah, it's mm. the uh, Every part of my game's been good the last sort of 8 to, eight to 12 weeks without it mm. being good, without every part of it being good at the same time. Um, so, you know, this is the week, well, last week was the week where it kind of felt like everything came together. I did everything well. Um, and, you know, in terms of stats, we use the shots-gain thing, and I gained shots on the field in every part of my game, short game, putting, driving, and iron play. So, you know, that shows that everything was in a pretty good place. And, um, you know, I guess the, the saying is better late than never. Even, you know, even with one event to go on the season this week, it was, you know, nice to... Nice to put a decent result together last week on a on a pretty brutal golf course.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about the golf course. It was a uh, six under, you know, uh Fitzpatrick winning in the end, and, and not not high scoring. What was it about the uh, the, the golf course uh, that was so tough? Val Valderama course, Valderama.
2: Yeah, it's uh, sort of known over here as the Augusta of Europe. Um, uh. It's pretty prestigious it is exceptionally narrow. Uh, there's cork trees everywhere. There's plenty of holes on the golf course where you can be in the middle of the fairway and have a tree in your way, um, which takes a little bit to get used to. It can be a pretty frustrating golf course like that. Uh, there's lots of elevation change, uh, really small, really fast, really slopy greens. So you can uh, put yourself in some pretty ugly positions on and around the green and, uh, yeah, it's, it just tests every part of your game and you know they get it nice and firm and fast for us. I think they've got that, that sub-air system on the green so no matter what the weather, they can dry them out and get them running super fast and super firm and that's what they did to us over the week. And, you know, plus, we had a, a little bit of wind on Thursday. and, and a, Well, we had a lot of wind on Thursday and a little bit of wind on Saturday, so that, that killed the scoring. But it's, uh, it's sort of one of those weeks where you, you know if you shoot under par, even if conditions are perfect, um, you're gonna have a de- it's a decent round of golf and if you can be under path for the week, you're gonna have a decent result, which you know, I managed to do quite nicely last week.
1: So what does this performance do for you? Uh you got one more before, uh one more competition round before the end of the season and then hopefully we'll touch on that soon, you coming home and getting into some MRQ spot situation. I know it's been a struggle with that and, and do you reckon that was a big factor, not not having that uncertainty um leading into the end of the year, not knowing what was happening. Uh, was that a big factor with, with your performances? You feel?
2: Yeah, I think it's this, this year's been the toughest I've had off the golf course by a long way, um, yeah, and for for a few reasons. Obviously, the you know the MIQ situation, um, and you know not not having any certainty. You know, literally leaving leaving home and not knowing if or if or when you can get back. Um, yeah, yeah, and then you know throwing having know yeah, having a little one this year you know that's made everything a little bit tougher and you know made some of the decision making harder and um you know, also the tour was you know probably quite bullish earlier in the year you know basically saying everything was back to normal for for us you know we were back to trying to keep a job we had to uh, you know almost forced to travel where um you know personally for me and I know a few of the other guys based in the southern hemisphere um you know travel was almost harder at the start of this year and for a majority of this year compared to what it was last year. So, you know, there was a lot of factors in that, um, you know, which which probably affected my performance. And, you know, you know what it's like in top-level sport. You know, if you're not quite there mentally, it's pretty hard to perform at your best. And I feel like there's been a bit of that this year. And um, I guess with, you know, securing the MIQ spot a few weeks ago and, um, you know, having... Having played well enough to know I have a job for next year, that was sort of two big goals ticked off, and I could probably relax a little yeah. bit, and I think that helped the golf game as well.
1: So you're talking about relax. Now I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're a good shot at maybe winning the next comp. So Louis, do some maths, get on the TAB, check out the odds, see what Fox is playing, because I reckon he'll be going good. Where you heading next, and what's on the cards? And what is this I'm- tied fourth? For you uh, going forward and the confidence of of your game.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in Majorca this week, so we're playing a very different golf course. By all uh, from what I've heard, it's uh, nice and open and a resort course. So hopefully that suits me a little bit. Well, it should suit me a little bit better than Valderrama does. But um, yeah, you know, I, I guess I can take a lot from last week. Yeah, you know, last time I played Valderrama was in 2016 and I had my worst score I've ever had on tour. I think it was somewhere in the mid-80s, and I went home with my tail between my legs. So you know, to come to play, to play it last week and um, you know, have three scores under par and finish in the top five on a golf course that I basically vowed I'd never go back to, you know, I can take a lot of confidence from that, and I know my game's in good shape. So you know, I guess I've got nothing to lose this week and go out and give it a crack. And um, you know, hopefully the form continues, and uh, it's probably a slightly weaker field as, as well this week. Um, so you know, I'd love to be up in contention again, and you know, I, I had some great shots under pressure on the weekend last week. So if there's no reason I can't do it again this week.
0: Wow, especially when you're getting a quote of twenty-three bucks, is he? Um, oh, so twenty-three yeah, it's bucks, right in, oh, it's you right in your double-digit wheelhouse. But oh, we, that is we don't want to put right too much. Alley. We don't want to put too much pressure on the bloke. <laughs> well, that's probably how this guy who's fishing out there feels with Foxy just staring at and waiting for him to catch a fish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's
1: good 23 bucks, uh, I think that's good money for you all at home, hey Foxy talking about home, you're going to come home and, and you, you love your fishing mate but you spoke about it, you got a baby now you got a baby now, is that going to change things? you're not going to have too much time on the waters are you?
2: no, no I, I mean I, I hope <laughs> I've earned a couple of days out um, having not been fishing for, for about 6 months now and um i guess two weeks stuck in a hotel room uh with with well as a couple with a with a 10 month old, I, i'm i'm imagining i might get thrown out on the water anyway for a couple of days just just so uh we can have some time alone so yeah, know i'm hoping to be able to get out a couple of times and um you yeah, know I, I will have a fair bit of time off uh before christmas which will be nice and uh yeah you know, I, I guess at least with the restrictions in Auckland, it, it looks like golf and fishing are still allowed, so those are kind of the two things I, I like doing in my spare time anyway, <laughs> so uh, um, it probably won't make too much of a difference for me. Yeah,
1: nice. Hey, mate, Just I know you probably haven't thought about next year, but you, you know, you're know you coming into the end of the season, you want to have a break away from the game, and, and have you kind of had a little you know, look, look forward to the future, what that looks like for you and what that holds?
2: Yeah, I mean we've had sort of a draft schedule come out for so the start of next year, um, and it looks like we're going to have maybe seven in a row to start the year next year from early January. So um, I'll be uh, I'll probably be heading away. I will have a couple of months at home, um, and then yeah, head away early January probably for for six to eight weeks, depending on on you know when the schedule comes out properly. Um, and then it's looking like there'll be a decent amount of time at home after that um you know potentially not too many events in uh, in well, on the European tour in March and April and then we'll be back into it again in may so um you know the tour is i guess still having issues with the schedule um you know obviously governments still have restrictions and it's a little bit harder than it uh, as normally in that sense to, to plan ahead. But, um, you know, I think they've at least got the first quarter of next year basically sorted. And, um, you know, it's looking like it's going to be a bit closer to normal next year for us. So, you know, it'll be nice to spend some time at home, but, you know, we'll spend a bit of time prepping for the start of next season and, um, you know, would like to get off to, you know, a bit of a flyer and not not have to do what I did this year where it felt like I was playing catch up. Both on the money list and both and, and trying to play as many events as I could later in the year.
1: Yeah, uh, you want to hit the ground running, mate. So that cancels out my next question, but I'd love to see it. When will we ever? When will we see Ryan Fox playing at the New Zealand Open on our home shores? Potentially, is, you got, is that in the future for you, or is that just you just can't happen with the current calendar?
2: It looks like I think with the dates at the moment, I can't be a hundred percent certain, but it looks like I will be back um, to be able to play the New Zealand Open. I, mean, I haven't missed one since I've turned pro, which is nice, um, and I, I certainly don't want to. I don't want to do that. I mean, if it clashed with a major or a WGC, I was in, it would be a tough decision. But um, you know, it looks like we're going to be pretty light. Uh, towards the end of March next year. So, you know, hopefully there's no clash there and I'll, I'll be, I'll do everything I can to be back. It's, you know, Queenstown's such a fantastic place and, um, you know, it's my, you know, other than a major championship, the New Zealand Open is my favourite event of the year and certainly one I want to, yes. you know, get get a W in one day and get my name on that Brody Breeze trophy.
1: Yeah, nice, mate. I remember last time you were at the WGC and then you had the whip home back to New Zealand to make the last New Zealand Open. It's been a few years since we've had the tournament here, but it is a wonderful event down there in Queenstown, mate. Hey, Foxy, we really appreciate your time, man, and we're we're proud of you. We love seeing you in the running to get the championship over the weekend, and good luck in this next event, and we look forward to seeing you when you get home with the family, mate. Welcome home.
2: Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Awesome. There you go, Ryan Fox.
0: Do you reckon? Do you reckon the blo- Do you reckon the bloke caught a fish? I don't know. I don't know. What do, what do they catch in Spain? <laughs> These are probably what questions you
1: should have asked Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I don't uh, know. Yeah, well, he loves fishing. Eh? He loves yeah. it. I, I was lucky enough to plan as. Fox Tracker golf event, golf and fishing event a yeah. couple of years ago. And uh it was awesome. But, mate, he just, like, golfs on the back burner when it's summertime. He's out there on his on his boat, mate. He's got all his balaclava on, all his fishing gear, catching fish, loves it, man. He's so passionate about it. It's awesome. I, awesome. I say
0: it every single time we speak to uh, Ryan. It's like, he must just be the quintessential Kiwi like golf. Uh, loves a beer, loves fishing, loves footy. He's just the ultimate bro, and um, yeah, twenty three bucks this weekend. And he's right. The field is the field has been hollowed out a little bit. So Andrew Johnston's the seventeen dollar favorite. Thomas Peters obviously can play. Uh, Martin Keimer's in there. Uh, Wilco Nienenberg. Uh So there's, you know, it's it's not. I wouldn't say it's the strongest European Tour field. Is is exactly what Foxy said. So on,
1: That's a good bet, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think hey, so. Twenty
1: three bucks, yeah.
0: a big resort golf course. that He can just bomb apart. Yeah, love it. You know, you know where we're going for our Thursday showdown. <laughs> yeah, let's multi it into Coolside Mav and just take them broke. You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> imagine that. Speaking of the showdown, our man, Pauli Moate the party. He can't be far away. Spanish mackerel. Mackerel in Spain, lads. That's from Damo. Good boys. I've come through straight away. That's what you get in uh, in Spain. Double eight, double three. I love it. You guys, nev- nothing ever gets past you, eh? They nah. <laughs> everything. Spanish
1: mackerel. I wonder, is it tasty? Tasty? Yeah, okay. We'll do some. I'll do some Doctor Google. We all love a Doctor Google. That's how you find out all your information, isn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely is, and from Matt, how good is Foxy? I covered golf for years, and hearing him talk about the New Zealand Open is so different from Cambo, Danny Lee, and even Lydia Ko, and others legend, Matt. You're right, Matt. He just he just truly loves New Zealand. It is the biggest tournament for him outside the majors, and you can hear it in his voice. He's so desperate to come home, and, and that's what I mean. He's a great New Zealander, and it's 19 minutes past 8 o'clock. Paul Muate won't be far away from the TAB. We'll find out. What's going on in his neck of the woods? So he keeps sending us some messages though. Double eight, double three. Foxy, where does he stack up and kind of your favourite Kiwi athletes? For me, he goes right up there. He's always a good conversation and he does love our country. So we'd love to hear from you on double eight, double three. It's 19 minutes past eight o'clock. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.